This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, across a wide range of disciplines, Otago Polytechnic has taught generations of New Zealanders, providing a launching pad for careers, for skills and hobbies. A new exhibition on at Otago Museum, uh, Kamua Kamuri, Walking Backwards into the Future, explores the people, the place, the history and the future of this wonderful local institution. Joining us on the line now to talk more about this exhibition, Sharon O'Loughlin. Sharon Morena, good to have you with us. Morena, Jeff, it's great to be on the show. Thank you for inviting me. Many of our listeners will have had um, you know, contact with the Otago Polytechnic, perhaps educated there themselves, perhaps got their careers off to a start. Um, we know uh, just how important an institution it is to Aotearoa Dunedin. Nice now to be taking an opportunity to explore some of the really exciting work that uh, students have been up to. That's right, Jeff. And I think uh, one way that we look at this exhibition is uh, the wonderful relationship that Otago Polytechnic has with Tehura um, Otago Museum. We have an MOU and there is a history of um, wonderful collaborations between the two um, in that unique way that we have our learners who are able to get some hands-on um, uh, involvement in designing and developing what an exhibition might look like. So that's one lovely um, aspect to the exhibition um, that's currently on that you will see um, some of those interactive uh, results of our students um, and their work this year. So that's something to be very proud of. Um, the other way that we look at this exhibition is the unique opportunity to uh, take our community on the path of our transition to Te Pekinga. So Otago Polytechnic, um, you know, some of the wonderful history that you'll see as you arrive into our history tunnel at the exhibition talks about how at the very beginning in 1870 um, with the Dunedin Art School starting off our footprint in the city, if you like, um, repurposing and re-understanding the importance of of vocational education in Dunedin. Um, We we start with that. Although we're walking backwards into the future, we definitely want to look at our past and where we've come from. And then as you walk around the exhibition, you're able to... We bring to life those success stories of the... um, Well-known Dunedin people are familiar faces and brands and ways that we can show people how uh, an experience at Otago Polytechnic leads on to great things. And, and sometimes it is from, from a hobby or a general general interest or a full, full-blown career. So as we've developed as an organisation, so have our learning opportunities. And I think this is a wonderful way to be able to experience that for our children. Um, we've made this as safe as a playground um, right through to anyone who's interested in, in their future um, career opportunities. And so part of the purpose here is to um, showcase the diversity of opportunities that the Polytechnic has uh, has offered and continues to offer into the future. Sharon, in terms of the diversity, uh, how is that represented in this exhibition? Very difficult, Jeff, to try and pinpoint um, each program or each area of a success or, or ed, um, opportunities you have. So what we've done is break it into more like themed areas of um, uh, caring for our community, how order, or haka, building our community. So in those two areas you'll have um, caring for our community. Um, we can um, 
learn how to care for our community from a health perspective, from um, a social services perspective, but also from a veterinary nursing perspective. And we've got a lovely display from um, Susie Cato has done a video for us to show um, children how to bandage animals. And, you know, that might be something that they want to spark a, an idea in for their career in the future. But it also shares our story of our relationship um, with the Otag, uh, the Dunedin Wildlife Hospital. So moving through into the Huck area, we're talking about our engineering um, success stories and examples of how we um, have not only just trades training, but then we've also got our architecture courses. So that's building our, our community in, in lots of different ways. So as you walk around the exhibition, you'll see these groups of um, ideas that people might have about study. If you're a creative for the, the toy um, art area is mind-blowing, is alumni uh, artworks that are both from art archives and the museum archives, but you get those stories of those artists, um, you know, right back from my pottery through to um, our very latest people who have graduated this year. Increasingly, Sharon, uh, we love to get involved hands-on in exhibitions and engage with it. I know you've taken care with this exhibition to make sure that there are opportunities to do that, and you've touched on a couple of them already. What are some other ways that those who are visiting can actually get involved with their hands-on? Brilliant. Um, 13 interactive spaces within this exhibition, so there definitely is something for everyone. One of the areas that I know, and I went back through the exhibition yesterday, and it was certainly filled to the brim, we have created an old-style arcade game, gaming arcade, and um, the, the kiosks have games that have been created by our students, so, you know, you can get in there and play, but some of the kiosks also tell those stories of our fantastic um, successes in that code and game development area. So there's a there's a gaming section. Um, there's, of course, with our photography and videography and our product design sorts of stories, there's an amazing corner um, that is turned completely into an incredibly brightly coloured photo booth where we invite people to start engaging with um, props that we've put in there so they can... Um, you know, have we think about how they can make themselves uh, part of the exhibition and take photos and Instagram them. Um, there's a wonderful section in our art area where you are invited to um, sketch or build sculpture as part of the exhibition and your artworks can be placed up, up on the walls. So um, that's quite unique and we're already seeing wonderful examples of people's creative art. It's fantastic. And then as you walk through into this space um, that helps you understand in our transition to Te Pukinga, you can um, draw with one of our student projects was to make stencils where people can draw on the long butcher's paper all your dreams and ideas about what careers can be on offer through um, the Polytech. And that's already starting to be another art gallery within within the exhibition. This exhibition goes uh, right through until May of 2023. And along the way, there will be some programmes and events associated with the exhibition. Correct. And we think now we've put the, the exhibition out there in the real world, it's happening, people will interact with it. There are so many other ways we can bring it to life through experiences. So uh, the wonderful team at the Otago Museum will be developing a programme of events that, that align with some of those stories. So there will be store, um, there will be events that will have perhaps something to do with carpentry or building or women in trade or there'll be an update about the new Dunedin Hospital because there's certainly a section in there about the new Dunedin Hospital and, and how uh, the Otago Polytechnic will be providing vocational education opportunities for people who might work on it, work in it um, 
in the future. So there'll also be some fun things. Look, we have a brew school. Um, we, we've created a beer for this event. Um, there, there will be events and programs that will bring the actual static displays to life uh, that people can um, maybe even start another uh, conversation with themselves about, hey, where, where am I going in my career? Uh, where are my children going? Um, these are ways for them to actually get a little bit of experience and start to be inspired about that. The exhibition's just been open a few days now, Sharon. Clearly you've been hands-on with it as well, taking a walk through. Um, is it all ticking over in the way that you'd hoped? Absolutely. I think the vision, um, we were so lucky. Craig Scott is the head of creative and exhibitions at the Otago Otago Museum. He's a distinguished alumni from Otago Polytechnic. So there was some real passion there and a deep understanding of uh, our our institution um, and how to bring it to life. So it is incredibly colourful. It is storytelling at its best on different levels so we've got books that we've written, we've got videos that bring things to life we've got um, the ability for people to get engaged with it um, it's visually beautiful and and you know curious and I think when I was in there yesterday seeing each of the interactive stations being used at the same time was like yeah I think we've done a really good job here and that the visiting public whoever they are from out of town or, or our locals who who do know about Otago Polytechnic are going to definitely find something that gives them a bit of a kick and I think they might be back more than once Steph. Indeed well we've got plenty of opportunity over the summer to do just that it's, uh, it sounds amazing sounds quite fun too Kamua Kamuri walking backwards into the future the exhibition on and the special exhibition Gallery at Otago Museum, featuring the work of uh, of students across the Otago Polytechnic's disciplines. Uh, Sharon, thanks for taking the time to join us here on ORFM. Uh, all the best for the um, ongoing uh, exhibition and the programs associated with it, and indeed the, the ongoing transition of uh, polytechnics in the country. It's going to be an interesting uh, next couple of years, isn't it? It will, and thanks so much for having me. Kia ora. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.